This story started with a cry for help. I'm Sergeant Weston. Are you the one who called in the missing persons reports? Yes, I am. Come in. Who would that be for, ma'am? My husband. He didn't come home from work today, and I can't reach him on his phone. The missing person, one Bernie Felger, has trouble of his own. We'll contact your wife when the time comes. I'm Agent Jax with the Department of Homeland Security. Hi. Um, uh, am I going to jail? Do I, do I need to find a lawyer? You're not under arrest, Mr. Felger. Oh, that's a relief. At least not yet. But I could go to jail. Not for this offense, Mr. Felger. Oh, good. For this offense, you would go to prison. Prison? According to his testimony, Bernie's new boss was quite peculiar. I'm Gilbert. You can just call me Gilbert. (laughs) Okay, uh, where are you going to put me to work? This is it. You are working for me. Great. What do you want me to do? Keep me company. I'm sorry, what? Look, the company has me isolated here in this warehouse. I have been alone for 20 years. I need a friend. You put a requisition through the company to find a friend. While Bernie's story gets wilder and wilder, his rescue team encounters a devastating delay. Where are we going? We want to talk to you. Why can't you talk to us right here? Are we under arrest? Not Yet. Then why are you whisking us off? We have some questions. Well, so do we. Then just relax, ma'am. We'll get this all straightened out. You'd never dream it could be so dangerous just being a temp. I never dreamed that it could be so dangerous just being a temp. This is the rest of his story. The Temp. A double M production. As I'm flitting job to job, I am a man without a face. Such a no man moving everywhere to try and find my place. Now it seems a temp is all I am, it's all I'll ever be. I will never find myself in line to be an employee. Today's episode, Lost in Space. In here. Is my husband here? He is here. Is he okay? That's to be determined. Oh, dear. Can we see him? Not just yet. If he's hurt, I want to see him. You will. Okay. Okay what? Hmm? Okay what? I'm sorry? You said okay like you were expecting something from me. And I don't know what you expect because we don't know anything. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Occupational hazard. How is... Okay, an occupational hazard. Well, not the okay exactly. It's the inflection. Inflection? We're trained to use inflection as an interrogation method. Oh, really? Yeah, like instead of saying, okay, you say, okay. (laughs) It's called manipulative inflection. Mm, Wow, that's kind of creepy. Can we get back to my husband, please? Yes. Yes, what? See how it works? Hmm, that's impressive. (laughs) Will you stop playing around with your inflection and tell us what is going on? Ma'am, I am conducting this interview and I will determine when and... Dad? What? Uh, what about your dad? Wow, it really does work. (laughs) Now don't you go messing with that. Well, hey, you handed me the loaded gun. Look... I don't need your full cooperation in order to move this along. Of course. Why wouldn't we cooperate? We're law-abiding citizens. We've got nothing to hide. Okay. Okay, what? 
Will you stop that? (laughs) Then tell us, Mrs. Felger, does your husband have any radical affiliations? Radical affiliations? Yes, any organizations that have... Uh, bizarre ideologies. Ah, no. Oh, wait, wait. He is a member of the Multiverse CCG. CCG? Comic Book Collectors Group. Collectors Group? No, no. I mean, mean, does he have any connection with any, say, uh, terrorist organizations? Uh, Well, he's familiar with chaos from Get Smart, and... (laughs) And Thrush from The Man from U.N.C.L.E., and of course Spectre from the James Bond films. Uh, But he doesn't root for any of them. He's definitely on the side of truth and justice in the American way. That's Superman. Oh, that's his favorite. (laughs) Uh, Have you ever known him to be involved in any destructive projects? He flooded our entire kitchen one time while trying to fix the garbage disposal. We, We had to replace all the carpeting. That's when we decided to put in tile flooring. It cost us $1,500. That's that's not what I mean. Has he ever worked with any kind of explosive material? Bernie? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, could you see Dad working with explosives? (laughs) Not for very long. Oh, if you like watching a coyote in the Roadrunner show. Remember the time he got his hand caught in the toaster? Oh, oh, you took him to the ER and everyone called him Mr. (laughs) Pop-Tart. When he ran over his own Okay. (laughs) Okay, what? Oh, you're doing it again. You don't know my dad like we do. That's why we need your help. Well, I can assure you that my husband is not affiliated with any radical groups. And he certainly knows enough to know that he should never... Work with high explosives. I can verify that. We won't even let him have sparklers on the 4th of July. That's right. He accidentally set her bicycle on fire with a sparkler. On on purpose? No. I just told you it was an accident. So you're telling me that the warehouse fire could have been set off by your husband by accident? Well, he certainly couldn't have done it on purpose. Hmm. The bomb squad is examining the area now. We'll see what they have to say. Mr. Felger, I've just been informed that your wife and daughter are here. Where? Where where are they? Can I see them? Not just yet. We're not done here. Now, you said that this Gilbert fellow, with whom you were working, had built a rocket ship. Yes, he did. And he was planning to blast off in order to orbit the Earth and block... Alien rays from Mars. Yes, he was. So why didn't you call the authorities? Honestly, I thought I could talk him out of it. Really? I told him that I would would need to call around and, and get him a permit or some kind of permission to shoot himself into space. We have recordings of the phone calls you made. Oh, you do? Great. Federal Aviation Administration. Hi. Uh, yes. Um, <clears throat> hello. Uh, thank you for t- taking my call. Um, I was wondering, uh, what, what would it take to get permission to shoot someone into space? <laughs> Planning on taking a little trip, are we? No, 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 no. It's, it's not for me. I'm, I'm, I'm calling for a friend. Uh-huh. No, no, really. It's not me. Friends don't let friends go into space. Hey, I'm against this whole thing. Then why don't you tell him not to do it? He won't listen to me. 
He has an IQ of 177, and I'm, I'm just a temp working with him. Have him call me. I'll set him straight. I get a ton of these calls every day. A lot of people want to go up there, huh? Yeah, they think it's icky down here. <laughs> I suppose. And all they're going to do is go up there and make that icky. Well, you're probably right. Tell your friend to stay here on the ground. That's just the thing. He won't listen to me. He, he's bound and determined that he's going to save the world. Oh, he's one of those. <laughs> one of those? A space crusader. They're convinced that they're going to save the world from imminent doom. Yeah, pretty much. Tell him it's too late. We've already been infiltrated by aliens and he's one of them. But he just doesn't know it. That's why he's so smart. Hey, that's good. I deal with that sort every day. Does that really work? If it doesn't work, just slap him with the list of requirements. That usually deters them. What list? To start with, he'll need a waiver from us, also a pyrotechnic license, and he'll need to contact your state fire marshal. Plus, he'll have to contact your nearest air traffic control center and file a waiver and a notice to airmen and mariners identifying all of the relevant factors. Size, weight, thrust capacity, construction material, expected recovery area, launch window, and duration of operations. Wow, that's a lot of requirements. It is daunting. It's intended to be a deterrent. Oh, what would happen if he ignored all that and just shot himself off anyway? Well, provided that he did not blow himself up, he would be answerable to the FAA, FBI, and the Department of Homeland Security, as well as the laws of any other countries the rocket flies over on its way to space. You are not permitted to fly aircraft or spacecraft into a foreign country's airspace. They tend to shoot you down when you do. Uh-huh. I see. Did you say you were a temp? Yeah. I work with this guy. I'd look for another job. That's pretty much it. See? See, I had no part in that. I, I was trying to stop it. Why didn't you? I tried. I really did. Mrs. Felger, you're telling me that your husband is a klutzy stumble bum who often spends time in adolescent activities and entertains himself by talking in crazy cartoon voices. That's why we love him. <laughs> that should be proof enough that Bernie wouldn't couldn't do the terrible things you think he did. Mrs. Felger, if I filed this report, they would lock your husband up for being a loony. Actually, that's not true. They would only put him away if he was a danger to himself or others. Well, that's what we're trying to determine here. Now, over the past couple of days, did your husband display any unusual behavior? As we said, my husband is very unusual. <laughs> Be Behavior that is not in character for him. Well, he talked about this weird guy he was working with and that he was supposed to be some kind of a genius, but that he had a few screws loose. Was this a cartoon guy or a real guy? It was someone he worked with. Did you meet this guy? No. I see. What? Oh, you did it again. Well, I am telling the truth. Hmm. You're really good at that. Thank you. I got straight A's in that class. Look, I have no reason to lie to you. Mrs. Felger, we believe your husband may have been part of a terrorist plot. Dad? My dad, a terrorist. Bernie wouldn't know how to terrorize anyone. Uh, well, Mom, he did scare the water meter man with that football stadium speaker and the sound effects records. What? 
Wait, what What was this? Well, he aimed the speaker out the window, and when the meter man came around, he played the sound of a dog fight. It was a prank. They were friends, and he was just trying to scare him. So he could terrorize someone. <laughs> there is a big difference between scaring your friend and being a terrorist. Look, my husband is no more a terrorist than I am. Then how do you explain the explosion that blew up that warehouse? I can't. All I know is that if my husband has any part of that, it was an accident. Was anyone hurt? Uh, One employee is missing. Well, maybe he ran off and and got away. That is a possibility. There was no body found. Well, there you go then. What kind of a terrorist can you be if you don't hurt anybody? (laughs) Not a very good one, obviously. You realize it is entirely possible that he actually thwarted the attack and saved many lives? Uh, Yeah, he could actually be a hero. Well, before we go sticking any medals on him, we need to sort out this mess. Mr. Felger, I want to believe you when you say you tried to stop it, but when I see the rubble of a demolished warehouse, well... The evidence is overwhelmingly against you. I'm telling you the truth. The next morning, I was all set to tell him everything that I heard on the phone. Good morning, cadet. Ready for your big day? Why? What's today? It's D-Day. Did day I go to the stars. You can't! Why not? I've loaded all the fuel on board. I've just completed a systems check. I am all set. Well, you have to contact a lot of people and fill out a, a bunch of forms... I was talking to the FAA last night, and... Bureaucratic red tape, that's all it is. If we paid attention to all the paperwork they loaded us down with, we would have never won any of the wars we were in. Nonetheless, these are requirements to protect you. Protect me? Who told you that? Did they get to you? Who did you talk to last night? I can't say. What? What can't you say? I can't say anything. I swore an oath. Look at me, cadet. We are facing a life-and-death situation here. The survival of the entire Earth is at stake here. I I know it is. It's just that... It's just what? I don't suppose it much matters now. It's too late anyway. Too late? It's amazing that you can't see it. But then you wouldn't, I suppose. See what? See? Even now, you're not able to break the conditioning. What conditioning? Can't you even tell that the invasion has already begun? Invasion? They are here among us. Who? Space invaders. What? Wait, how do you know? Isn't it obvious? Maybe? No. No, I, I don't know. They're far smarter than we average humans. They can make tools and equipment out of our scraps. And they have a voracious appetite for egg salad. Really? Wait a minute. Oh, no. No, no. No, it can't be. Perhaps now the truth is beginning to dawn. It it can't be. I can't. I'm not. I'm not. Am I? Am I? They've been watching you for a long time. They know all about you, where you really came from, and how long you've been here. This is a nightmare. Look, I'm not really all that smart. I just exaggerated the numbers. I don't know. You seem pretty smart to me. But I don't look like an alien from another planet. Do I? What does an alien look like? That's true. (laughs) Thank you. 
Thank you. You've opened my eyes to the truth. Well, yeah, I did. Sorry it was such a shock. At first, it was. At first? But now, it makes everything so clear. How's that? All this time, I thought my intention was to protect the Earth. But I was wrong. I'm glad to hear you say that. No, my intention, even though I didn't know it at the time, was totally different. Wait, wait, where are you going? Gilbert, wait! She's ready to launch. Opening the ceiling hatches. What are you doing? Get down from there! Not on your life. This is the most important thing in my life right now. You don't need to save the world! You're right! I'm not! I'm leaving it! Why? Isn't it obvious? I'm going home! (laughs) Oh boy. E.T. Get back here! I made it out of the parking lot and dove under my car as the ship launched. The blast caught the warehouse on fire. I immediately called 911, but at the time the fire department got there, it was pretty well engulfed. Is that your whole testimony, Mr. Felger? Yes, it is. Uh, To the best of my recollection... God is my witness. All right. We'll have that typed up and you can sign it. Is that it? Am I free to go? You're free to go. What what, what about my family? I'll have Agent Ellis bring them in. Captain's log. Initial entry. I'm currently traveling at a rate of five kilometers per second and accelerating. I will need to reach the speed of 7.9 kilometers per second in order to reach space. I'm finding it more and more difficult to continue this recording as the G-force is crushing me in my seat and pulling the flesh off my face. I was afraid I was going up the river. We were afraid you fell in the river. Well, you're out now. Can we go home? I think so. I just need to sign some papers. How are we going to leave? Our cars are back at the warehouse. Oh, uh, John will take us. John? Who's John? Uh, John Ellis. Uh, Agent Ellis. He offered to take me, uh, us home. We just need to get to our cars. Uh, yeah, he'll take us there. I guess that will be all right. I just need you to sign this statement. Uh, yeah, sure. Anything to get out of here. Uh, there. What, what, what about Gilbert? I mean, any idea what happened to him? We just received a report from the La Silla Observatory in Chile. It seems we have a new, as yet unidentified object orbiting our planet. Really? The report said it wasn't very big. About the size of a small rocket. Son of a gun. He did it. That crazy mixed-up goofball did it. I hope he'll be happy up there. If he gets anywhere near the space station, we'll nab him and bring him back. Okay. So, uh, 
Just to be clear, I'm not under arrest. Not at this time. Will I be under arrest at any other time? That depends on you, Mr. Felger. Depends on me. You're a relatively healthy man. You have quite a bit of life yet to live. Who knows what illicit activities you might be caught up in. None, none. I can promise you that. I'll hold you to that, Mr. Felger. Captain's Log, Supplemental. After three days of orbiting the Earth, I can safely say that I am extremely sick of egg salad. (laughs) It may have gone bad. It's hard to tell up here. I jettisoned the remaining egg salad into space. I no longer have any solid food to eat, only a dwindling supply of tang. I had better find that space station soon. My finding the station is greatly impeded by the number of satellites and the amount of space debris up here. There's so much equipment floating around that I'm surprised any sunlight can get through it all. I'm doing the best I can to navigate around this maze of machinery. I'm obviously going to need a lot more practice. I'm going to try the radio to see if I can contact the space station. I wish I knew the frequency. Hello? Come, is anyone there? Hello, come in please, can anyone hear me? Oh, no, thank you, Mr. Sulu. Mr. Sulu was a Japanese. I am Chinese. Oh, you speak English? They speak 12 different languages. Now identify your ship immediately. Is... is this the International Space Station? Sorry, wrong number. Veuillez identifier votre navire. You speak English? Mauvais numéro, désolé. Oh, for crying out loud. Barate de este canal de radio. Doesn't anyone speak English up here? Apparently not. Hello out there. Isn't there anyone who speaks good old-fashioned English? Uh, yeah, I do. I speak English. Uh, who is this? Oh, uh, hi. <clears throat> hi there. How's it going? Uh, who is this? This is Gilbert. Who is this? Uh, Kilo 8 Delta India Juliet. This is K-A-D-I-J. Oh, you're a ham radio guy. Yes. Oh, where are you? Palmer, Alaska, where are you? Outer space. Hello? (laughs) Uh, Hello? Palmer, Alaska, are are you there? Palmer, Alaska. Oh, for crying out loud. It, it, it seems I'm being pursued. There's, there's something coming towards the ship. It's, it's some kind of liquidy, blobby creature. It, it looks horrifying. It, 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 what? what wait, wait, that's the egg salad. <laughs> I'll, I'll try and lose it. <laughs> ah, ah, stupid. All right, who put that satellite there? <laughs> What are you doing out here, honey? Just stargazing. Trying to find his rocket? Well, I thought I might have spotted it. It's hard to be sure. Never known anyone in outer space before. 
You have certainly met quite a few oddballs in your travels. Well, this guy was certainly one of the oddest ones. He was and is now literally out of this world. <laughs> you think they'll ever get him back? I have no idea. I can't imagine how. After all, I'm no rocket scientist. I'm only a temp. The next time you gaze up into the night sky, you just might notice a small light drifting across the canopy of stars. This light is a new phenomenon to the multitude of stargazers who diligently study the heavens. For this light is a man-made vessel containing a single life form with a trail of egg salad drifting behind it. <laughs> if you doubt any of this, I can point you to a man of integrity who was present at its launch, a trustworthy witness who saw it all as he was stumbling about, performing his simple duty as a temp. The Temp was written by Michael Wilhelm, directed by Lauren Nichols, engineered and produced by Scott Kump. In the cast, you heard Michael Wilhelm as Bernie Felger, Lorraine Knox as Penelope Felger and the Russian voice, Josette Wilhelm as Menora Felger, Larry Bauer as the narrator, Tomax Opfel as Gilbert, Nate Chen as Agent Jax and the Chinese voice, Jaden Moore as Agent Ellis, Tony Lemon as Sergeant Weston, Todd Stazak as the ham radio operator, Lauren Nichols as the French voice and the Spanish voice, and Scott Kump as the FAA operator. Live sound effects performed by Scott Kump and Lucy Nichols. Original music by Scott Kump and Lauren Nichols. Theme song performed by Jaden Moore. This has been a Double M production in affiliation with All For One Productions in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Just a humble freelance worker who goes out to where I'm sent. Yes, I am a total stranger known more plainly as a temp. The temp was recorded before a live audience. Okay.